Hey y'all, it's your girl Keisha Joe, and you are tuned in to the 30 Girl Podcast. Calling all queens. It's time we live out our dreams. It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30. Getting financially free and we healing and hurting. It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30. Loving me and all my queens cause we know we are worthy. It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30. Getting financially free and we healing the hurting. It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30. Loving me and my queens because we know we are worthy. Thank you all for tuning in to the 30 Girl Podcast. I have a beautiful lady with me tonight, Bentu Kaba. Thank you, Bentu, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show today. I'm really excited. Please excuse my uh, my sound of my voice. My sinuses have been acting it up. I know a lot of people have allergies out there. Uh-huh. Yes, and I hear D.C., it is really terrible. Where you are, West Philly, right? Yes, I'm in Philly. It's definitely the pollen is crazy. My eyes are itching. It's like it's crazy because I just got back from a work retreat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked for the, uh, a foundation and we had a retreat and we were up at camp and my sinuses were not flaring up. I had such fresh air, but it's like coming back to the city. It's just so much pollution and dust, yes, debris. It's crazy. Yes. So yes, you definitely. need to get out. That's that's you know you need to move out. <laughs> yes, definitely. I mean that's why I like to visit other places, other spaces. Because I get to like have some fresh air and enjoy myself and everything just clears up and it feels good. So I always recommend for people to like to get away where they can. Yes. And you are a world traveler. You are a West African gal. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. My parents are from Sierra Leone and Guinea. And okay. I like to I like to travel. I have traveled throughout Africa. So one of my favorite places to visit is Ghana, and I visit there every year. I've even taken people on group trips to Ghana through my organization, Global Youth Consulting. So I love to travel. Okay, that's awesome. So tell us more about uh, what you do with your Global Youth. Oh, well, with Global Youth, I basically, I'm a consultant, an educational youth consultant, because I spent over 13 years in youth development. So Mm -hmm. I'm always creating um, programming and facilitating it because I started out with doing volunteerism in Ghana uh, through an organization called YCI, Youth Challenge International. And from that experience, staying with a whole mother in Ghana, doing group group projects uh, in different schools, I really fell in love with the whole idea of like having a global platform to Mm -hmm. teach and give back, but also doing things locally. So I've had an extensive like career in youth development, even in the United States. I used to work for the Boys and Girls Club for like five years, mm-hmm. um, and I'm constantly in these inner city communities and trying to figure out like what are the best methods to kind of grab the attention of at-risk youth so that they will be on the right path. How do we show them that we care? How do we keep them to keep? How do we show them how to dream? You yes. know, how to find their purpose. So I'm constantly involved in that whole development factor. Mm-hmm. But now that I work for another foundation. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm out of reach from the the youth that I really want to serve. 
but I know that my career is taking me in places that will lead me right back to where I need to be. Absolutely. And that's yeah. awesome. We need um, a lot more people like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. It, it, you know, we're all in different places uh, and we all give what we can. So there are people doing phenomenal work out here that I'm very proud of. You know, I went to Howard University, so Thank I went to you. school. You know, so <laughs> I went to school with uh, a lot of people who are making a difference all around the world. So I'm just yeah. one of many who came from the Becca who are just like trying to make an impact. Yes, I love it. I love how we're <laughs> all out here grinding and everyone's in their own, you know, own lane doing their own thing. So you have your hands in a lot of pots. <laughs> Yeah, I do. You I do, do a do. lot of things <laughs> outside of helping others. You do a lot for yourself. You have yeah, a book coming out. You've had a podcast. You've yeah. been a producer. You've been a host. <laughs> um, I'm actually my third book. My, my third book is coming out. My first two books were The Go Girl, The Go Guide, The Astrology Guide to Dating. And mm-hmm. those books were like guidebooks to like a quick guidebook to astrology. Like the one, two, three guide. You could put it in mm-hmm. your bathroom, easy read. Um, and it kind of just like broke it down to like different characteristics and traits. So it was like from studying like people in my life, people I've dated, I was able to like compile like a list of different characteristics that I was like, okay, I see this most often in these signs. Yes. And for years, people would stop me at a party and were like, everybody, listen to her. It'd be like a whole bunch of people around me asking me to read them. So I'm like, okay. I need to stop giving this away for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to. I need to really like. Yes. How can I monetize all this? Of this? How can I yes. monetize or market this? So I wrote those two books, and they are on uh, Amazon.com and the Kindle version. And my third book uh, that is coming out this summer is F U F Boy: How to Date and Decipher in a Millennial in a Millennial World. So F Boy. F Boy. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, you know, F boy culture is is really big in the millennial scene. Uh, it is unwanted. More, let's yeah. be clear on that. <laughs> yes, very much so. Uh, and just to define quickly, you know, what an F boy is, it's just a, a, a young man who is out here dating. He knows he is not ready for commitment, not ready for anything serious. But you know, he strings you along. Mm-hmm. You know, he breaks hearts wherever he goes. I mean, destroys and annihilates women's self esteem. Uh, and I find that so many women are single, even though, yeah, we have people getting married and that's beautiful and we see that, but yeah. we're single women, they're married women still. And the gap is getting wider because of technology making everything so much more accessible yes. and so much more quicker and fast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now it's like people are not taking the time to communicate properly and these expectations are out of control. And also we have online dating to compete with. Mm-hmm. So. How does one navigate through the online sector? Because if, if if love is now technically online, if we're moving away from that common touch, that human interaction, how do we interact through technology, but also keep a human feel of ourselves and be able to really like communicate our needs and desires uh, so right. we're not just so robotic, you know what I mean? And uh, what I find with with me writing this book so many people are excited because like they read my statuses on facebook you know i have my podcast sex moon and stars on itunes Mm -hmm. in which we talk about everything from relationships to astrology to current events but most importantly relationships and people love my spin on it because i'm so raw about it about like the the highs and the lows so in this book f-u-f boy I'm going to be sharing personal stories mm-hmm. of my dating life uh, and maybe stories that people have shared with me. I'm going to share uh, tips 
um, I'm gonna she, I'm gonna give you homework. So Ooh. you have to do the work each chapter. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm very really in- interactive. Yes, it's I very it. interactive. I love it it's very funny. It's very raw. Um, it basically the whole spin of like f you like like before you f me. I'm an F you. I'm an F you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, you're not about we to come need in my this. life. We so and, need this. Right. You're not going to come in <laughs> my life and destroy. Because I've been there. Believe me. I got, mm-hmm. oh, I, I got. And uh, more than once. We find and, ourselves yes. going back into those same situations over well, one and over in particular, again. One in particular really fixed me. And I feel like. That was I the can't. last straw. Yeah. That was, I was like, girl, no way. <laughs> like, this is not happening. And so, with all that being said, like, I knew I had to, like, share some of my gems that I've learned, that I've mm-hmm. heard, and it's going to just be something you need. Even guys are going to love it, I think, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. They can learn. Girls. They can... <laughs> right. I'm with that. Yeah. And speaking of being an F girl, that is the title of one of the chapters in your book, right? Yes. Yes, it is. It's one of the titles in my book. Uh, pretty much that book is pretty much teaching you, like, that chapter teaches you how to pretty much play the game, like the game, because it's a game, you know, like overall, like, and other people say, oh no, dating shouldn't be, but you know what, right now it's a sport. And that's what people see. People are collecting people and like seeing how fast it can get through people. People are not lasting very long, you know, longevity's out the window. Like, like I had, my coworker said, okay, so she's dating a guy off of Tinder. She uh-huh. told me by the third date she wants to get physical to see if you have a physical connection. By the third date, that's a that's a requirement for her. Okay, and she, yes, what? she's Caucasian. And how often? I oh. mean, she, I mean, she's Caucasian, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I, but the third date could could be two weeks what? or the first or date, yeah, or months. True. You know, yeah. millennials are busy, so I could see how she could say that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, okay. We go out what to go to a restaurant? Okay, uh, weeks go, we go by. Yeah, we that go makes out, sense. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, in this type of like timeline, in this type of culture, like things are rapid, you know. But how do you monitor the speed? How mm-hmm. do you how do you say hold on a second? Like, let me set the tempo because this is my life, and I don't have to do what everyone else is doing, and I don't have to rush, and I don't have to do play by your rules. But if right. it's going to be a game, I'm going to play this game and I'm going to play it well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> so, what, so what happens when both parties are hip in the game? Well, you know what happens? Like, you recognize it in each other and it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes by that point you've met your match and, you know, you kind of both kind of like lay down your swords and say, okay, let's, let's, let's be referral about this. You know, like, I can't pull a wool over your eye. You can't pull a wool over my eye. So we're going to come to some type of compromise. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then sometimes you realize, okay, this is too intense, this game. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play anymore. I want to be serious. If the other person still doesn't want to do it, you got to walk away from it. And you yes. got to go find someone who doesn't want to play the game as much. Like, the whole thing is, like, I don't, I, I don't want to play. I didn't write the rules. I don't want to play any games with these guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when we're dealing with these F-boys, we got to think, we got to play chess, not checkers. You know, so come on, this is, somebody. This is why <laughs> this is why I felt like I had to sit down and write down all mm-hmm. that I know. And I'm not saying it's the Bible for everyone, right. but I'm saying if you're willing to be open enough and like really 
take some of these tips that I'm giving you, your life will improve tremendously. Because yes. there's a lot and of And trust me, we're, are, we're more alike than we are different. So we will be able to relate, I'm sure, on some type of level at some Absolutely. point in time. And, you know, there are a lot of women who settle and accept things that they should not the first time around. So mm-hmm. I always believe the first time around, whatever they do, if it makes you uncomfortable, you have to speak up. And that's what I always go by. Because what you allow will always continue. Absolutely. But we can talk more about that anytime. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm excited about this. So you yes. guys be on the lookout. This summer, so you gotta F- come to you. the book release. I'm gonna, yes, I'm gonna F- you know, the book Why do I feel like this needs to be like a series on Netflix or something? Well, Girl, make it happen. We're, we're definitely gonna be filming the whole experience and doing like the little interviews and mm-hmm. it'll be really fun. So we have a lot of great things planned for it. Yes, I'm excited. F U F boy. I will put all yes. the details to all yes. of this amazingness <laughs> that Bentu is bringing us in the yes. description of the podcast. Ladies and gents. Yes. So, just cur- out of curiosity, did you just, was it a light bulb that went off your head that one day you sat down and jotted all of this stuff down? Or was this information that you gathered like over time? You well, carried a journal where with every relationship it was like, okay, let's. Um, well, Let's you know take what? notes. All of my high school friends are married. I'm the okay. only single one. And there was a reason that I was. I think that I was meant to have these experiences and be able to share it with the world because mm-hmm. the life of a single woman is not for the fate. Okay? Like, believe me, I could have been in a marriage and a committed relationship a long time ago. Had you, you know? settled. Had I settled for certain things, but I mm-hmm. knew also not only settled though, I knew what I wanted for myself. I knew I wanted more. I wanted to achieve certain things before I got with somebody, and that we, it's a that we thing. Yes. It's not like it's a that, I thing. That sense of fulfillment. Yeah, and yeah. I never wanted to resent somebody because I didn't complete things that I wanted to do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's nobody's fault but my own if I don't achieve. Right. So I can't blame a partner. So I I wanted love and a connection, but. And some part of me was never truly that committed. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you have to be, that's what I talk about in the book. You have to be honest with yourself. Like, is this something that you truly want? Or you just want to, like, have, like, Instagram pictures? Because, like, real relationships take work. It's not mm-hmm. easy. What we see is not, like, overnight success. These women are literally molding these men. Like, these, ugh. The blessed one, it's tears that goes into making a good man. Man, I swear to, girl. A good black man. Like, yes. period. It ain't you know all. What I'm saying? Pizzas and cream. No, it's not. And so when I look at that, it's like, yeah, I would love to be in a union, but am I willing to sacrifice? Am I willing to compromise as much as I say? Am mm-hmm. I over the selfish parts of me? You know? So, cause you gotta, like, I was reading this book about like relationships. I'm constantly learning too as I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. So the book was telling, telling me, like, if I was truly ready for a relationship, I would start to make space in my place, my apartment for my partner, my future partner. When I look at my apartment, I have no space. Where yes. are you going to hang your stuff at? <laughs> Where are you going to put your hat? Oh my God, that's so crazy. Me and There's no space for you. Just having this, this conversation. This is my shit. <laughs> She's like, he can Excuse get me, one Can drawer. I curse on it? <laughs> yes, you can curse, girl. So I'm like, but this is the thing though, like, there's like no cupboard, there's no draw for you. Like, uh-huh. you're literally, like, if you if, if you leave something here, it's so noticeable. Like, please. Okay? Like, you forgot your toothbrush. Right. And I, and I <laughs> and like the last two days, I literally like deep cleaned my like apartment because I was mm-hmm. off. 
and I realized like I put like I'm seeing somebody so I put his hat he left his hat mm-hmm. and like a toothbrush and like so like you know toiletries I put it in a certain spot everything like, okay. has a place I'm like it's there's own little your place. place for that thing yeah. like I still don't have a draw for you so there's like no way for you to like leave like a bunch of t-shirts or whatever but it's just this idea of like okay I'm letting you in slowly mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I like that I like that concept of like moving at a slower pace when everything else has been so fast all over mm-hmm. if you if you move too fast it ends so fast remember that I, yes that's so true yeah, so. Um. So going back to what you said, when you said you were never mentally fully committed in those re- relationships, what's different now? Is it age? Is it um, wisdom? Experience? I definitely have to humble myself. I definitely okay. felt like my expectations were very far and wide. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that my friends necessarily settle because I feel like they're they're happy and they have like families and they're growing. Yeah. But I feel like. Sometimes for me, my my expectations and my demands were wide because my dreams were so huge. So it was like, I'm ambitious and I want to be somebody just as ambitious, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, sometimes you have to just work on yourself and you'll attract the other person. You can't spend the time building someone else up and try to make them into what you want them to be. And right. that's why I say in the book, you you gotta if this is what you want you better you better like study somebody's self and this is what I want and I feel like well I'm kind of cool with this but I'm hoping that that I can make them into something else later on mm-hmm. because that's not gonna work it'll never work you know accept people as they are and if it's not mm-hmm. good enough for you then move on you know what I mean and I wasted time with people that I do from the door we're not gonna be we're not gonna cut it or I I demanded and expected things out of people that I had not accomplished myself. And, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's very important. Like, you want a man to have all these things, but what makes you such a good catch too as a woman? Yes, I've been you know saying I mean? that a lot lately. Um, so it's like, what do you bring yeah. to the table? I know you feel like a, it's it's more common for a woman to have less than a man, but not in this day and age. That is a black woman. We have a lot mm-hmm. more for ourselves. We, we do. get the job before the black man does. So at the end of the day, it's not just good enough anymore to so just come to the table like, oh, I'm cute. Give me buddy. Right. right or it's not happening very because <laughs> like i fly a girl get have a seat <laughs> exactly so what is the title of that chapter just what? out of curiosity just to is that a chapter in your book what was what a chapter i'm sorry um the one where women need to you know step their game up oh definitely um I, I can't recall the chapter today right now, but there definitely is a chapter in which you get like straight tips on like how to how to just rock it. You know what I'm saying? Even how to get through your first date. Because I feel like a lot of women make a mistake on the first date. Mm-hmm. And like some women really don't get second callbacks for second dates. I'm sorry. The least you're gonna you should be able to do is get a callback for a second date. You should be able to charm your way through the first date by being polite, smiling, mm-hmm. and listening. Like and that's it. Keeping it cute. Top three. Like just keep it real light, keep it cute. Giggle. You know what I'm saying? Be a little flirty. People don't know how to flirt. You don't know. I'm gonna teach you how to flirt, you know? Mm -hmm. Flirting doesn't take much because flirting isn't a a a, a effort thing. It's what it's something that's very gentle. It's Mm -hmm. using your femininity 
the the scent of yourself as a woman. Sometimes let your let your clothes flirt for you. Let your scents flirt for you. Let yes. your eyes flirt for you. You know what I mean? Like your walk, your walk flirt like the way you come in, your voice, the way you speak. I don't listen. Sometimes, girl. Sometimes. I don't even use my whole full voice. I like put, I soften it up as if that's how I talk all the fucking time. That is yeah. not how I talk all the time. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I'm here at the table like, yes. Sometimes I just, you know, I like, you know, I like reading. Yes. I like to like travel. <laughs> yeah. So tell me more about yourself. Girl. <laughs> please. So okay. then too, are we, I, I find it, I just, you're saying dating, right? So date right. to me is like guy comes to pick me up and or because this is 2019 and people are uh-huh. crazy. Uh-huh. We meet each other out, you know, and we actually date restaurant, uh-huh. um, movies. People still do movie dates. I don't I fall asleep in the movies. But that is not first of all, I'm I'm 30. If you still go to order dates in the movies in your thirties and stay awoke, you have some yes. magical power. Girl, okay? I thought because I was the only one. Bye, like, I'm going take to me sleep. to the movies. I'm going I'm sleepy. to fall asleep. I, and and I love the movies. I'm getting a drink, a popcorn and a snack. I'm yeah, going oh, to bed. I'm like and they turn I, the lights off, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I fell asleep a little bit in Atlanta, and my girlfriend was like, dang. I was like, look, you still in your <laughs> mid-20s, like, a girl like me, I'm going to sleep. Yes. I don't care if it's 300 people in this movie theater. Night, night. Right. So, so yeah, anyway. so are we dating in 2019? Like, or is the dating stage happening over the internet, you know, or via text? Is that? Cause by, I feel like by the time what? you get to see a person, I feel like for my friends and the group of women that I deal with, the ones that aren't married uh-huh. and the women that are dating, by right. the time they actually go out to see a guy, uh-huh. they've already been talking to them for some time, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Well, so is that talking, a date? First of all, talking to me is not a date. Okay. But uh, hold on. <laughs> okay. We, we, okay. When we say talking, like okay, like my friend and I, we're dating, but we're still able to see other people if we want mm-hmm. to. If there's no strong commitment, I say we're dating because we see each other at least two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. We don't always go out. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we plan activities like we're about to go indoor rock climbing. Okay. Sometimes he just comes over and we just hang out and then he spends the night. You mm-hmm. know. Um, sometimes, you know, we might go to dinner. Sometimes we talk about business. So, but we're, but we're not, but we're not always going on a date. We mix our lives, mm-hmm. we mix our interactions up, but I see him constantly and we talk about almost about every day. Right. Yeah. Okay. But if he doesn't call for a day, I may be disappointed, but he's not, he doesn't have to necessarily, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he could, I would like for him to check on me. But if he just so happens to have just like a really busy day and could not communicate, when he talks to me the next day, I don't have an attitude because we right. just dated. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. You so, can't expect anything more than no, no, what nothing. it is. He doesn't it really is owe, what he doesn't it owe is, you anything. Yes. She doesn't owe you anything. Like, it is what it is. But we have we respect each other's feelings. We respect mm-hmm. each other's time. We set up times like, okay, he's building his business. And I saw him on Sunday. And he was like, okay. Where I'll, I'll, I'll be with you Wednesday night. I won't take an extra job. I'll spend time with you. So it was understood when it's time to spend time. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's understood that he has things that he's doing. And I don't infiltrate on it. 
I make sure I give him enough space to do the things he needs, he needs to do. But we're dating. Now, okay. if somebody else asks me on a date, can I go on a date? I sure can. But here's the tricky thing. Uh-huh. Okay. But I wouldn't mention it to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we're getting closer. That's why. And also, I feel like we both will kind of have me in our feelings a little bit. Like, I feel like I would feel some type of way if he told me he went on a date with somebody. Yeah. But like, he would feel some type of way, you it's know? too deep. It, Since right. Y'all on a different level now. It's level we're now, Yeah, it's now, it's now transcended to the next level, which is yeah. why I'm confident that we're dating. Versus just like, oh, we just kicking it. You know what I'm saying? We're mm-hmm. still having fun, though. Now, but there's no, like I said, there's no true commitment. So at any given point in this process of us dating and moving slow... If he so happens to find someone else that he connects with and likes, and I or I so happen to find someone I connect with, then I, we're free to do however. Whatever. We're not right. breaking any and, real rules. But yeah, and see, that's the fine line. Yeah, that a lot of people don't get. But where we are, we both would be kind of hurt. I think if we just yeah. disappeared out of each other's lives and just, or just started messing everything up because we just like decided someone else was better. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're building. We're we're dating. We're growing. We're building. To me, that's dating. It will and be when intimate. that is mutual, yeah, that's what helps. It's and you know, it's you know how it can be mutual. <laughs> you know how it can be mutual if you communicate. Yeah, how it can be mutual if more women communicated and 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 it was less pressed about having a relationship in a title. Because I know a lot of women who could not handle this 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 relationship, this type of dating that me and him have going on. Mm-hmm. They would have to know, what are we? What are we doing? Are you mine? He's very handsome. He's very he's successful. You know, like, I could totally see anybody wanting to, like, be in his company. He's, like, very easygoing, very easy to talk right. to. Right. But I'm also the bomb.com. Okay. So, before a woman Been even to thinks Kaba, <laughs> right. <y'all> listening. <laughs> and before a woman even thinks about trying to be attaching herself in a relationship with a guy, she needs to think like, is this really the guy I want to be with? Because I was in a situation where I dated the guy for three months and he ended up being really crazy. And you know, you just don't know people. So mm-hmm. you just need to like slow down for a second and, and ask yourself, it's not about him choosing you, you're choosing him. And that's what I'm talking about in the book. Like, we really are the ones who choose. Nothing gets past us till we say yes and go. Yes. Sex, you know what I'm saying? Having a baby, like, it's up to us to say, okay, this is what we want. So even though it seems like a man is, like, choosing you because he's proposing to you or whatever, uh-uh. You are ultimately choosing to align yourself with his world. And mm-hmm. you know how many begging women marry men who maybe good catches, but their families are trash? And they have to put up with that? Like, yes. it's just so much stuff that people got to go through to, to sacrifice. What about the women who have to be with the men who want to have, like, a whole bunch of kids and they never plan on having that many kids? Yeah. Like, you know, it's just so much, so many obstacles out here being a woman. If you don't take your power and use it for something constructive and not to be breaking down and crying or feeling like somebody's going to take over, uh, get over on you, I feel mm-hmm. like one, one important thing that I could have ever had was my father's relationship. And he always used to tell me, I don't want a man taking advantage of you. And I don't want a man taking advantage of my sisters. That's why I wrote this book. Because, like, a lot of women, like, a lot are very insecure. And there are a lot of things that men do that's not right to them. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and, and they don't even the realize. No. And they don't realize that they're welcoming. Their spirit welcomes that type of... And I put it and I put uh, that in the book. I chapter yeah. about unhealthy signs. That you, a mm-hmm. sign that you're in an unhealthy relationship. And... I'm going to put those tips out there because manipulation, gaslighting, 
all those things are are like super at the top of that, you know. I'm yes. Gonna, I'm, and I'm talking about deciphering in a millennial world, so I'm going to use millennial emotional terms. abuse. Is yeah, what it, is what gonna, it is. And I'm going to use yeah, I'm going to use popular millennial terms that people are starting to get familiar with. I'm going to break mm-hmm. down terminology. I'm going to have a I'm going to have an appendix, an index, to give you the the definitions of words. Yes, so, the whole team. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, definitely. So it's it's a it's a great buy. F U F boy, how to date and decipher in the millennial world. It's coming out this summer, summer twenty nineteen. I'm really excited. You yes. guys heard it here first, and we're going to be telling you more about it as the date gets closer. <laughs> yes, I love it. Maybe I'm we can do a so contest. Excited. You can yes. do a contest for your listeners. Yes, I so will. Get a free book. To... Yes, we need to think of something. Yes. <laughs> you all look out for that. In the meanwhile, uh, it, before the this loads you will see the contest in the description because we'll have it together by then yes for sure <laughs> so outside of the book and the the businesses that you run i know you mentioned your sex moon and stars podcast yes is that uh, um something you still do actively yeah sex moon and stars actually is just being revamped but it's going to be coming back back out this mm-hmm. fall so you guys stay tuned but you can catch the old the uh back, older episodes online uh and um, at on iTunes and what is SoundCloud? Yes, sex with okay. I couldn't get it out. I'm like, what? Can I think tonight? <laughs> Y'all, I'm so tired. I've been like, I've been cleaning the house for two days. Like, I get down, okay? And mm-hmm. I redecorated and everything is looking good in here, smelling good, but it's wore me out. So, yeah, who, who, who cleans on their days off? I do. You I do. Like, I do too. And yeah, I, it's the beginning and it's of June. Yes, yeah. it's a, I was just going to say it's a new month. I always feel like um, you need to, you know, clean and declutter in order to for new blessings to come in. You have to get That's things in order. God won't bless I, no mess. I feel like I'm in a good space right now, and I was just like, you know what? I really got to think as I'm like finishing and finding touches in my book, mm-hmm. as I'm as I'm like working on projects. I'm like, I need to change up the feng shui, and it feels so good in here. Yes. So yeah, but Sex with the Stars, yes. Uh, you guys listen to it iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, we talk about current events. We play games. We talk about sex relationships. It's very fun. We have uh different kinds of people come in on the show, millennials, uh, and they're of different backgrounds, and we just are very candid on there. Mhm. Yes, I will definitely tune in. I'm going to go subscribe tonight, girls. Soon as yes. we get off of here. Awesome. Yes. So and I'm gonna be dropping new music too. That's something people don't know. No, uh, I've been working I didn't on music. Know what do you do, girl? You rap? Uh huh. Sing, sing. For a few years, I'm dropping an international track called uh, "Still in Love" okay. this summer as well. So this, I just, you know, I just been like in the kitchen cooking it up. And you know? okay? I love it. <laughs> as a millennial woman, you don't have any children, um, um, and you are dating. So, and you're still very busy. You're involved. So what at what age, 30 Girl, my platform is, you know, as we've talked before, but um, I always ask people at what age or what life experience would you say that you became into yourself? Like you knew what you wanted, you knew, uh, you found your purpose. I feel like at 30. At 30? Um, yes. I feel like at 30. 30 Girl. Yeah, that definitely was a good Everything age for Everything clicked me. for you It started 30. to click. Um, I had some real tough moments around like 28 Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're about to have that turn of a century, it's like, damn, like the stakes are going up now. Like, what have yes. I accomplished? What have the I done? Pr- the pressure. Yeah, the pressure. The uncomfortableness. It, yeah. You should feel it, very uncomfortable when you're late to also, You don't, also, you're, you're not doing something right. <laughs> or yeah, you're doing it, everything right. 
and also the challenge of like, well, you've challenged everything that you ever thought that your life would be. So mm-hmm. like at 18, I just knew I'd be married by like 23, 24. Yes, girl, me too. And, and so my high now, school sweetheart, all that craziness. Right. And so when things don't turn out that way and your high school sweetheart goes to Morehouse and gets married to someone from down south and, you know, you go to college and then you don't get the, the thousands of dollars of job that you mm-hmm. thought you were going to get when you graduate. And yes. then, you know, your heart is broken into tiny pieces along the way. You can't find the one that you want to be committed to. You're like, damn, will I ever find the one? Yeah. And then you and your family are trying to duke it out. You're trying to mend relationships and and then you finally, you know, you have some type of trauma happen and you're feeling stressed. Like me, my brother got killed right. last year, you oh, know, yeah. and it's like trying to put the pieces of myself back together. Like I had to really learn who I was after that, even though mm-hmm. at 30 I knew, but like when my brother died too, that also was a redefining moment because he was only 24 years old. He died from gun violence in Philadelphia. So like going through all of those different pieces and it just coming alive, like, mm-hmm like a phoenix it's like i wasn't burnt up i wasn't like forgotten i'm not dead i'm still standing so what now? yeah you know what i mean but it literally is like a death and a rebirth yeah i would say so and so but your 30s is when you really start getting popping and like mm-hmm. everything because especially for a woman i don't know about y'all but like, yeah i've been on the move me, honey girl. sex is more popping in your 30s like we just talked about this me and my girlfriends i'm like this Somebody, could somebody have warned me that it was going to be like Ew, this? that they be juicy. They be like, damn, why so juicy? You be like, I didn't even know it could be like this. That's <laughs> because soft. you there in your 30s and you on your grown woman, you don't care if the yes. mic is on, off, whatever. You like, what's good? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different. You're more confident. You know, you paying more bills on top. I ain't say all, but I said more. Yeah, you feeling yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm with you. <laughs> and you know you ain't got time you're just doing stuff. better you know better so you're doing uh-huh. better people come and to you with some shit you be like is it I even worth my time today can I put this on my yes. schedule because my schedule is already packed with a bunch of bullshit so do I want to add your bullshit to my schedule yeah like, because you have to be mindful you yeah. know at your 30 girl is we're praying for discernment we want to be able to pick and right. choose our battles so you're keeping it keeping in mind the, the type of energy you're bringing in and the type of people that you're being around Right. Even at 32, I'm still learning uh-huh. a lot about myself. So yes, oh, yeah. I totally agree. That's good. Got another 30 girl. I I have so many women on here um, that started early, early on. So it's just crazy how everyone's story is different. I've even had a 50 year old 30 woman on here. So it's crazy that we all, like I said, are alike more right. than we are different, and we can yeah. learn a lot from each other. So. Oh yeah. Yes, and we all need to get this book. Yes. Yes. And <laughs> enter in the contest. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna talk a little <laughs> more about it. It's gonna come up, you know. Like definitely, we're gonna make sure we make a post on your page so people can know. Like, make sure mm-hmm. I know that y'all gonna be loving me after this interview. So yes. don't think I'm gonna forget. And I, and, and definitely, we should, we should also do like the you get the book and be able to come to the event for free because okay. like. I usually do like the book releases. I try. I kind of like bundle the ticket with the book. So you, if you pay for your ticket, you get a book upon your arrival. You know, a signed oh, autograph book. So, you know, if you win this contest, you can get into the event to Philly. Come down to Philly. Yes, VIP. Yeah, and uh, check it out. Like it's gonna be beautiful. Yeah, I love that. Definitely that excited. is so dope. And I'm so uh, glad that Samantha Magoba. 
our yeah. mother chocolate. She was on a few episodes ago. <laughs> her episode, her episode blew up. They they loved they loved yeah. mother. Yes. So she actually put us on to each other, and I'm so glad that I'm meeting. You know, the, this like, is what you said you're feeling a line, like you're meeting who you need to meet. You're touching, you know, who you need to touch. Yeah, I'm excited though for the opportunity. Like I said, like. Everything that I go through is starting to humble me more and more, you know, and I can just like give back any way that I can. I will, whether it's through advice, whether it's through volunteering in Africa, mm-hmm. whether it's through, you know, filming or talking to people online, like however I can give of myself because I believe that we all have a purpose, but some of us have more purposes than others. Um, and you just have to fulfill once you mastered one is here comes another here comes another yeah. so yes. I'm always in the state of evolution place. trying yes. to find and that and you purpose. are always moving you are always <laughs> moving so where can where can everyone find you at I know you said something about uh, uh, your post on Facebook so you are on Facebook let us know yes. where we can follow you um, well if you can find me uh, at on Instagram at bintu b-i-n-t-u the guru t-h-a g-u-r-u and when you look on Facebook and you put bintu the Guru, come on, my name pops up. You don't even have my last name, come on. You just got to put Bentu the Guru, it'll pop up because you'll see okay. So Google definitely her. follow me, reach out. I'm definitely down to earn. I'm always looking to connect if you have any businesses. Oh, and one thing I didn't talk about tonight that I probably should have touched on was mm-hmm. that I do, an, I do an African event series called Taste of Africa Dinner, and we pop up in different cities. And so the next city we will be doing is Atlanta in the fall. So I just want to let everybody know, like, look out for that. Um, yes. If you're into tasting African food, uh, you can also follow the Taste of Africa Dinner Instagram page if you want to know more about it. Yes, Bentu is everywhere. And like I said, I will <laughs> put F-U-F all boy, of boy, coming yes. <laughs> Hashtag, we need to get that going. We need to start yeah, even that up like now. I'm super excited about that book. Yeah. Yes. And you said you did your first pop-up for the Taste of Africa in 2018, so... Yes, in Philly, then we did one in Brooklyn, so we're looking forward to the next one. Yes, I, I might hit that ATL one up, too, yeah. because I have connections down there, so... Hello! Yes, Hello. let's get uh, it popping. Yes. Yeah, so is there anything else you would like to tell us about you, your brand, your business? What are your goals for the next, you know, five years? What do you see yourself? Um, I see myself as a major uh, TV journalist uh, mm-hmm. doing documentaries. Uh, I see myself doing some acting. Um, I'm currently also writing a web series. Okay. Uh, we haven't started filming yet. Uh, it's, a, it's a web series called Philly Cheesesteak that's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just really excited about those type of projects. Um, so you'll see more of me on screen. I feel like my goals are just to stay consistent. Mm-hmm. I think that's a downfall for a lot of us, especially millennials, because our attention span is so small, and we also put a lot on our plate, especially if you're crazy like me. Like, I'm a Pisces <laughs> with an Aries cusp, so I'm, always, I'm more of a doer, you know, uh-huh. it's March 19th, so I'm always constantly thinking, like, what next, what next? And even though to somebody else that's uh, inspiring, mm-hmm. you know, what they say, uh, jack of all trades, master of none, and it's like, I, you really have to find the thing that really works for you and I feel like in all of the things that I do uh I'm a phenomenal writer but I'm also a great tv personality and a great and a great orator so I think that if I continue to do the writing and continue to produce and continue to be Mm -hmm. on television then I think that that's going to be really uh uh, the catapult 
to me to the front line. And yes, so and I, I can that, still see you there. I yeah, so there. I think that's where I, I'm going to be. So we'll, you, they've heard it here first. You heard it here yes. first, y'all. Affirmed here <laughs> that I will be on the 30 Girl TV Podcast. Uh-huh. Yes. So, so just stay will. tuned. We will see you on the big screen. And, and I'll be getting married in the next five years. I, okay. I can bet on that. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I will. So this, this flirty girl, this, this, this flirty girl, this girl that's writing this dating book, she also requires, desires love. And I think that's another thing that you have to remember. Never give up on love. Never stop believing in love. And mm-hmm. never feel like because you've been hurt, you, you have to be afraid to say you want to love again. Don't be. So that's what I want to leave you guys with tonight. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that. Make sure you follow Bintu everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Bintu the Guru. Bintu the, the Guru. B-I-N-T-U-T-H-A Guru. Yeah. Who are you? H-U. She was in the DMV for a while. You said you're, you're from. You're born and raised West Philly, right? I was not. I was born and raised in Queens, New York. And okay. I was. I was born in Queens, New York. I was raised in Philly, and I grew up into a woman in D.C. So I tell people I'm an East Coast girl. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so did you go to the Roots picnic? No, I had to do a work retreat last weekend, so oh, I could okay. not. Okay. But I will be seeing Davido, who I wanted to see, the major African artist at uh, Afro Nation in Ghana in December, which is a four-day festival. So I'll be seeing a lot of African artists out there. Oh, wow. So you're headed back out to... The yeah. motherland this summer. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to have to tag along on one of these trips. Girl. Yes. Keep us you're more than welcome. Yes. I will. I will. Keep you're me posted. Okay. Yes. So, close there out. Thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to follow Bentu everywhere. Make sure you check the details in the description for the contest. You don't want to miss out on, you know, getting a free book. And coming to the book signing. That's going to be in Philly, right? Yes, it's definitely going to be in Philly. Come out to the PHL. Yes, we're going to have a ball. And it's going to be a good time. Congratulations on everything that you're doing. Thank Thank you you again for being a guest tonight. Thank you for having me. Yes, do you have any gems to drop us on the astrology? So I'm just now tapping into that whole, you know, signs and all that stuff. I'm very curious. What, what, What can you leave us here for June? What can we expect? Um, I I think for June, I think it's a lot of uh, housekeeping, a lot of cl- cleaning out, uh-huh. um, <clears throat> starting fresh, starting new, and a lot of fun. I think June is going to be a lighthearted month for a lot of people. Um, it's going to be good financially. If it's something that people are worried about, I think that it's going to start to like clear out and you're going to get the answers and get more opportunities to find different kind of work. But it's not going to be in the conventional way that people think it is. So mm-hmm. keep your keep your options very open when it comes to how you make money this June, um, and and don't it exhaust all your resources. Like really think about what you have in your life, what your skills are, and how you can move forward. Um, and have a great time. It's summertime, and it's the beginning yes. of the summer, and this is the best time to look your best and to attract new people to you. Ooh, and that's what I, I love leave that. you with. I love that. Yes, Bintu Kabai, y'all. Thank you all for tuning in to the Dirty Girl Podcast. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. Hey, Dirty Girls. If you're in the DMV area or Philly area and would like to participate in the 30 girl podcast contest with Bintu the Guru and I, I need you to screenshot the flyer 
hashtag 30 girl podcast and hashtag been to the guru. This is to receive a free book and, you know, take a 30 girl trip with me to Philly to the book signing for her new book coming out this summer, 2019 titled fuck you, fuck boy. I can't wait to see you girls. Thank you for tuning in. I love you.